Welcome to Leading the Leaders, 7 Minutes of Leadership Podcast. I'm Craig Simmons, your host and president of Leading the Leaders, a small Christian-based veteran-ran leadership consulting group. We believe that proper leadership makes everything better and everyone better. Our design with the 7 Minutes Leadership Podcast is for the leader to take small bite-sized examples of leadership principles and apply those principles into their everyday life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy yourself, and most of all, learn. Hello and welcome back. This is Craig with Leading Your Leaders, and we've been covering the segment on expanding uh, the subject of courage, and this is courage as a leader. And this is going to be our uh, final installment for a while, at least on uh, encourage on courage. And so we want to look at probably just looking at what we've talked about before previously and sort of combine it some, somewhat into a summary of sorts. But let's look at courage expanded. And remember, this is courage as a leader. And the first thing that um, we want to go through is probably like eight points I want to hit real quick. And I'll try to spend less than a minute on each. Um, courage as a leader. First of all, courage is a leadership skill, okay? That's contrary to popular belief. That means courage is teachable and is learnable. It's a learnable skill that you can transfer to others. Courage is for everyone, which means everybody wins when they use courage. Uh, Courage can definitely be for the young leader. As a leader, one of our jobs is to pit the people ahead of ourselves. And then we also supposed to encourage them to use courage. Now we said before previously that lead, uh, courage comes from somewhere. And we said that when we covered the four C's of leadership, that one of the things that we mentioned is, is that you must be competent and you must possess character. Well, a lot of times this is where your courage is going to come from. If you ever notice people that who are woefully in incompetent, they will use things like we caught, we talked about this on our last uh, podcast message that people that are incompetent use things like mandates. And the reason why, because they're not fully competent in what they're doing. So they believe that um, leading or being in leadership or whatever, you have to mandate this, mandate that. And we talked about how that kills creativity and there's no innovation to speak of because it's only coming from one group of people and, and more than likely it's just from the top. And whenever an organization does that, it means everybody else is stagnant in the process of actually bringing new and fresh ideas um, to the organization. Okay, courage is not just one moment in time, though, uh, but it's captioned in the details, which means it is definitely definitely a process. Now, courage separates a good leader from a poor leader, okay? It separates a good leader from a great leader. Courage is a thing which separates all these things. If you want to be a great leader, you must learn how to use courage. Courage will allow a leader to use principles of leaders, Principle of leadership instead of sensing their decisions on popular demand. 
Nothing can be worse because if you if you censoring popular demand and that's how you lead, you're going to look like you're a feather in the wind because you're going to go one way at one moment and another way in another minute because that's what the general public does. OK, courage added to any leadership like character, candor, emotional intelligence makes that leader so much better. Courage allows a leader to act instead of react to a situational circumstance. Why? Because we say courage is planned. It's not one moment of bravery, which everybody thinks that's, that's the view courage, but that's not courage at all. Courage is me looking at risk, mitigating those risks, and then taking a principled stance on what I have observed from a leadership perspective. Courage is not bravery. Okay. And that's what bravery is. Bravery is bravery is just acting in spite of the uh, dangers or whatever. And courage is actually taking those things into effect. With courage is a winning formula. Courage allows for the entire workforce to win. Courage can be taught, therefore it can be transferred. We said that before. Courage allows for confident in the leader and subordinate leaders alike. If you want to actually have a competent leader. Be confident, then they must possess courage. And that thing is transferable. And I can tell you also, it's contagious. Winning formula is using courage as a leader and a mindset as a tool. Okay? That should be your tool that you go to in your tool bag, especially when things get hard. You don't have to fret if you did your planning, you did your pre-planning, you did you prioritize, you did all those things we talked about in the four P's of leadership, then when it comes time to make that decision, you're not making it based on a whim. Okay. Courage is not, um, simply one moment in time, but it's a process like we said before. So we know that in a process as a leader, you can affect the process because you go down to the lowest level. Good leaders understand this principle. Courage is the through way to true diversity in any organization. Why? Because I don't care about your skin color. I don't care about your gender. I don't care about any of those things because I'm actually making a calculation. Okay which means I have to put some things together and I have to come to some conclusions. All of it, the inclusion is the best thing for the organization based off of the information that I've collected. I've, I've already pre-planned and, and prioritized everything. Courage involves planning, preparing, prioritizing, and understanding processes. And that's what we call the four C's, the four P's of leadership, okay? Courage involves examining risks and rewards. You examine if I'm going to charge this hill, how much people am I going to lose in doing so? Is it worth the risk? Is it worth me actually doing it? Is there a better way to do it? Many times you find out there will be. Courage is not being or using gambling or being reckless. That's not courage at all. Matter of fact, that's the opposite of courage because it takes no planning no prior thinking. I don't have to prioritize anything if I'm going to make a whole bunch of dumb moves. If I'm going to behave recklessly, it doesn't require me to use courage at all. Okay? Courage allows for confidence to flow throughout the entire organization. And it starts with you, the leader. Courage should not be understated when added to any leadership principle. It provides the power to get the job done effectively. So when we add courage to anything that we're doing, it enhances it. 
Okay. Now, one of the things when you're using courage, you must think outside the box. Courage or using courage will often require outside the box thinking. People often use that term, oh, I'm thinking outside the box, but they're actually not. They're thinking inside their box, calling it outside of their rim of consideration, okay, which is not actually thinking outside the box. Courage is what is required to empower, to empower others to think creatively, okay? Courage enhances the, the innovative juices of others in the organization. One of the things when we talked about thinking outside the box and allowing people within our organization to become creative and be part of the creative process is things that you've not done. It's thinking about things you have not done. So how can I think about things I have not done? I have to involve other people. Okay. It's thinking about things you've not seen. Okay, so if it's thinking about things I hadn't seen, it must be involving other people. It's about thinking things I've not acted upon before. Once again, this, in, this means that I have to get other people involved. Courage is not me single-handedly doing everything the way I want to do it because I think it's the best thing to do. That's not courage at all. Organizational effectiveness is absolutely, absolutely impacted by courage. Courage has a direct impact on all the overall effectiveness of any organization. For example, an organization where courage is not used effectively, the chances are very great that same organization will have problems with multiple areas like leadership development. One of the key uh, places where most organizations are failing is in the area of emotional intelligence. Now, we did a segment on emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence provides for 67% of the most successful people and perhaps even higher at the organizational level. How does this work is without courage, one will lack confidence. Thus, the individual will not seek emotional intelligence. Therefore, this individual will lack the skills to think critically, which is in turn circles back to the lack of courage. So if we don't operate in courage, it becomes like a dog chasing its tail. Overall, if we want to summarize everything that we talked about um, today, we can see that there is a definite need for courage in every aspect in every workplace, every place imaginable. Um, we have leaders who use mandates and possess zero risk of uh, skills and all this good stuff like that. The real problem is that they lack courage. Okay. They lack the ability to plan, uh, to prepare, prioritize, and use processes to make timely decisions. You should have that in your tool bag as a leader. Um, consequently, if you look at these same, um, leaders or people, they can't critically think and therefore they lack emotional intelligence as a mindset. Cause generally speaking, critical thinking and emotional intelligence go hand in hand as a leader. One must understand and be able to use courage as an everyday leadership tool. This should not be something that you pull up the bag. Cause like I said before, it's not bravery. Courage is actually me doing it. I'm calculating and I'm making calculated risk. Okay. I'm assessing it. And the more you do it, the better you become at it without courage. The leader is stared uh, is going to be stared by the masses. Do not be one of those leaders because where they're going to lead you is to the abyss. You're going into the abyss. If you do not use courage It's uncertainty, misjudgment and confusion. Don't be one of those leaders. Use courage. If anybody lacks courage, they should learn because it's, it's a learnable skill. Okay. If you think about it as a leader, 
All leaders desire or should be desired to have followers that are loyal to them. One of the ways to get loyalty and trust and respect from your leaders is to use courage repeatedly. Okay, I'll leave you with this. Remember that the strength of courage, without it, all other virtues of leadership are powerless. That is the power of courage. So that's my time. I appreciate everybody listening, but I want us to be encouraged and I want us to use courage as a leader because our followers demand, our followers deserve it. Okay. And you should demand it from yourself. Um, like I said before, that's my time. Thanks for listening. God bless and happy leading. Thank you for joining today's episode, The 7 Minutes of Leadership. If you desire to get in touch with me, you can go to our website at leadingtheleadersllc.net. At the website, you will have plenty of tools that will help you in your leadership desires. Thank you again for listening.